Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catley. Will. Wet, wet ass. <laughs> What's new with you since the last time we spoke? Last time we spoke, um, I think I was on my way headed to Sundance. And Sundance has happened, and we won Best Ensemble Cast for Charm City Kings. That's due to come out April 10th, 2020, and, and everywhere April 17th. So I was super excited about that whole experience. And, you know, it wasn't my first time at Sundance, Aaron, but it was great to go with the film and uh, to come out with an, uh, an Ensemble Cast Award that was, like, pretty, 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 pretty dope. So... You went and it's like January. You said it it it, it uh, premiered on uh, January twenty seventh, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. So for people that are listening to the podcast, like people that want to become actors, people that want to get into the film industry, like, can you just talk about the timeline of like when did the whole film process start for Charm City Kings? Well, I shot the film. I believe it was in two thousand. Uh, 18, right before it went into 2019. And uh, so that process was like, you know, so this film has been like, you know, a year and a half and some change in the making. You know, and they wanted it to be a spring release because, you know, it takes place in the summer, although we shot it in the winter. In the, in the winter. Okay. You know, so the little kids are out there in tank tops and everything and it's cold as, cold as a mug in, in Baltimore. So uh, that was a process, and then we get accepted into Sundance. And Sundance is a huge film festival, one of the top film festivals in the world. You know, uh, a lot of great films like uh, Mudbound came out of there. Uh, so many different films come out of uh, Sundance. They get picked up. They either get distribution or they go to Netflix. Now, ours was a studio film in the first place, so it was already backed by Sony. So, which is Will Smith and Jada Pickett's company, uh, Overbrook and Sony teamed up to do the deal for this film. And so that's pretty much the process of how Charm City uh, grew legs to walk. I guess I'll say that. So you so you did the filming uh, back in 2018 and then probably in, yeah. in, in, into 2019. So you film it and you film your scenes and they do different camera angles and all, all the different shots and everything. I, I'm not... F- mm-hmm. totally familiar with all this. But then, do you get a chance to see it before it you saw it at Sundance. Was there an, another opportunity where you got to see your part in the film? No, I didn't get to see anything. I saw a little bit of ADR, and then I heard that it tested well. And what, that means that what does ADR? What's ADR? Is, ADR is just when you're doing um, your you re-recorded something uh, for the film, so it's almost like a, a voiceover, but it's not. Okay. So, what's it called, Boo? Audio, audio dialogue replacement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so you just replacing stuff that, you know, maybe they came up with a better line and they're not going to see you on camera or they're going to, um, they put it in there somehow that makes more sense for the scene or for the story they're trying to tell. So I saw a little bit of the film in in, in, in the ADR session and then um, and I heard it tested well, which means that the film will be screen in front of an audience that the studio selects and they give a rating of the film to see how well it is or if they didn't like some certain things then it, w- it would cause a reshoot 
So say if you went to the screen and he's like, yeah, I didn't like the way that ended. And say that's 90% of the people didn't like the way the film ended. Then what the studio would do is they'll reshoot the ending. So a lot of times when you hear about films being reshoots, like Bad Boys had some reshoots, they probably screened it and it was like, ah, that's not working well. Let's go reshoot that. Okay. So set the scene for us. Like you're in Sundance. Is 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 cold? Is it snowing? Like you got snow boots on? How, how are you getting around Sundance? I'm super fly. I don't have on snow boots, but I do got you know the thermals underneath. Uh, my feet were a little cold at times, but uh, I'm getting around Sundance and Lyft. You know, uh, Lyft Lyft sponsored my rides there, so I was getting around and Lyft. And then, you know, you bouncing into different parties and different lounges. Um, I got a chance to hear Kerry Washington speak on, you know, women in the industry type of, uh, type of thing. So that was great to see her up there. And, you know, you just, you know, moving and shaking and talking to different people, catching up with people. The great thing about Sundays, too, is that your people are not in L.A. So they kind of leave Hollywood in Hollywood. And they're more receptive to conversations and meetings, you know, in another place. So that's, that's, that's always awesome. But it was cold as a mug and I did catch a cold. So the night of the premiere, I couldn't even speak really. So I'm doing interviews and then it just, my voice went out. But in all in all, it was a beautiful experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So like for the film, is it a, is it, is it in a movie theater? Like, how many people are in the movie theaters? Like, 100 people, 200? Like, is it an intimate crowd? Like, Nah, we was, in the, we was in one of the bigger ones. So I think it was like 700 to 1,000. Damn. And it, was, and it was sold out. And Charm City sold out every single night it showed. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. So, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, it's my time, brother. It's my time. <laughs> So, so you started off and you said that it won an award. So you win an award at Sundance. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. What, oh, thank you. Thank you. What's the, what's the award? And, and you said ensemble cast. Yeah, it's best ensemble cast. It meaning like basic, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Basically what it is, is that it's when the magic of everybody is just in sync and they're in harmony, you know, and it doesn't happen often. So when it does happen, it's just a beautiful moment. And so when it happened, I think Ethan Hawke introduced it. And he, uh, he said, you know, Charm City Kings wins Best Ensemble Cast. So it was, it, was, it was definitely amazing and beautiful and all that. Awesome. So yeah. recap. That was an awesome recap from you. Um, me, everything's been copacetic. We're moving forward, uh, doing awesome things at Nike. Um, nothing that I can speak of specifically, but um, it's all good and it's all positive. So, Will, uh, the topic of today's podcast is leveling up. And leveling up, okay. Leveling up. And I believe that, you know, you, it's not the first time you've been to Sundance, but it's the first time you won an award at Sundance. You've had, you've, you've shot, right. you've shot films before you've shot movies before you've shot television, all these different things. But now you're starting to become critically acclaimed. I'll just, I'll just put it in that, in that realm. So you're leveling up. So how, how, how do you, how do you level up? Do you have a process? Do you have a, a way 
or uh, just to just give us a little insights into into that? Well, I think anytime you enter a new phase or a new level, you know um, you haven't been there before, and I think what what well, I really don't know. I'm kind of going through it, but what I'm doing is that I'm looking at people that went through that same process, like a Mahershala Ali. So I've been kind of studying him. How does he move? What does he wear on carpets? You know, how does he articulate himself when he's speaking? You know, people who have been there already that passed that that level that I'm now entering. So I'm just kind of studying them from afar and, you know, gathering as much uh, wisdom and knowledge and, and information that I can get so that I can walk into it with a smooth, you know, transition. And I'm just excited about the unknown, you know, and talking to you, like we were talking, you know, off the podcast, you know, how do you get to that next level? What does it look like if you've never been there before? It's like people going into space, you know, for the first spacecraft going into space, you know, they're doing all these different tests to see what kind, what the climate will be like. How can the engine hold up? How can the material hold up? You know, you're an engineer, so you could probably elaborate on that a little bit more than I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm in that I'm in that phase. Like I'm that rocket going into space, you know, and I'm uh um conquering new territory. So I'm figuring it out as I go at the same time, you know, talking to my brother, talking to you and saying, Hey man, what do you think about this? And you spoke about habits. I'm like, Well, how do you get there? How do you, you know, prioritize your day? Like what, how do I operate in this next phase, in this next level? And I think so many people that's listening to us is trying to figure out that same thing too. And they can't really put a finger on what it is until you mention to me, oh, what are your habits like? You know, why do you go to this versus going to this? So I'm going to throw it back at you, uh, Aaron, because you're you're very good at this. <laughs> what What are the steps to level up if you can make it plain? Um, what you were talking about, I think one of the first things is to really track and identify how you spend your time during a day. And so much of what we do as humans is habit and it's habit forming. So if you want to level up and you've identified people that you want to aspire to be like, um, whether it's somebody that's in your industry or outside of your industry, I mean, me and you were talking off the pod and we were talking about Elon Musk and it's like, right. There are certain aspects of Elon Musk that I want to, that I aspire to in terms of how he retains knowledge and how he's a quick learner and how he can speak to various different types of technical audiences and be, be able to be competent in all of them. That that level of communication is something that I aspire to, but Right. All of those things are ingrained through habits. And for Elon, it's reading, it's the time that he gets up in the morning, it's how he responds to emails or how he doesn't respond to emails, but these are all just habits. And um, what we were talking about are just things that are simple, like what time do you get up in the morning? Like how intentional are you when you wake up in the morning? Do you spend time to meditate in the morning or to stretch or to have some sort of physical activity? You know, are you journaling? These are all habits. These are all things that sound good and you do them once or twice. They're great. But to le- to truly level up, you have to be consistent and intentional about doing them all the time. What we talked about on previous podcasts, which is developing systems behind it, whether, you know, it's your alarm clock and 
the message that comes off on your alarm clock in the morning when you wake up or the message that's written on your bathroom mirror when you brush your teeth in the morning to the message that's written in on your shower notes in your shower in the morning or the note that's written in your car to tell you how to get to work or what to stop and do and things like that. So one of them is habits and how we spend, how we spend our time is part of it. And then another part as we were talking about is the mindset and really thinking like more strategic about things, whether it's just like, Hey, what me and you were talking about was the conflicting priorities. Like you have two social events and it's like, which one do you go to? And in the end, like you, you made the decision. You were like, Hey, whichever one is makes more sense. And I'm going to have more fun at. So going to social events, there's actually a, for you, it's like, there's business involved and you're, you're developing relationships, which lead to shows or lead to, you know, deals and things like that. But for anybody, when they start looking at different things that they need to do and there's conflicting priorities, it's like, well, which one do you do first? Do you review your finances or do you create an inventory of all the items that you own? Like whichever one is going to be more fun is generally the one that, right. you, that you want to start with when you when you have conflicting priorities and you're just like these two things and they're they're both going to be impactful but which one do you do first? Um, what were some of the other notes that we had? Changing your future. And I know one thing. Yeah. Now one thing I just want to add. I was listening to Kobe today. He was doing a TED talk when he was in Asia, and he was talking about when he uh, tore his Achilles. You know, and how he was crying in the locker room and how it was sad and it sucked. And most people don't come back from that injury. But what he said is that he broke things down to little by little and he put them in stages. So he said, okay, the first step is let me just decide that I'm going to get the surgery and then I'm going to try to wiggle my toes. And from him wiggling his toes led to him being able to stretch out the, the, the foot, you know, and mm. from there it went to rehab. So he broke it down in stages. And I think as I'm listening to you, you know, that's why I love these conversations because we, we're talking back and forth and it gives, you know, uh, solutions to problems and answers to questions. And what it's helping me is that, okay, the month of February, what is that for you when you're trying to hit that next level? Now I know the next level requires a different body size. I know it requires a different mindset, you know, so I'm in training in February, you know, I'm training new habits. I've been meditating. I've been on my prayer tip, you know, so I'm breaking things down in stages versus seeing it all at once. Because if you say I'm trying to get to the next level, it could be big. It could be massive. It could be overwhelming yeah. if we don't break things down. Like you're saying, break it down. What are your habits? Elon Musk is getting up at you know, what 5 a.m., 4 a.m., and he's reading different books. He has a systematic schedule so that he can accomplish his purpose or his goal, you know, little by little. So so to break that down, and I remember, well, I get up early, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I have a accountability part that I go to the gym with, and just having another person that's doing the same thing that you're doing helps you get up earlier. But let's just say somebody that's listening to this podcast, you get up at 8 a.m. and you're just like, you know what? 
I wish I could get up that early, but I can't. So how do you do it? Well, right. if you normally get up at 8 a.m. next week, get up at 7.55 and do that for a week and get up at 7.55. And then the next week, get up at 7.45. And then, right. and then the next week, get up at 7.30. And you continue to do that. And what you're doing is you're, you're building the muscle. The, the habit forming muscle of just waking up earlier and by doing it in weak chunks, you're breaking off five, then 10, then 15, then 20. Then, you know, like within the span of like three months, you've changed your wake up time from eight o'clock to potentially six o'clock or five o'clock. And in doing that, you know, like waking up five minutes earlier, I think all of us can get up five minutes earlier. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a big, it's not a big lift, but if I asked you to, if I asked you to get up at 5 a.m. and you normally get up at 7 a.m., that's a big lift to go from there right. to there. It's it's just like lifting weights and building building muscles. Like you're not just gonna step out the gate and and deadlift 600 pounds. But if we start at 150 pounds and you slowly work your way up, it's the same thing with finances. And when we talk about leveling up, there's different types of leveling up. So it's like if you need to level up in terms of your net worth or the ability that you have to invest in things or to buy art or whatever it may be. It's like start out with a, with a preliminary budget and then slowly, you know, every week find a way to, to, to take $5 out of there and to set $5 aside. And then $5 turns into $50 and then 50 turns into 500 turns into 5,000 and then you're good. So mm -hmm. the compound method, yeah, the compound method. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Ooh, that's good stuff. mindset. Oh, the next thing that I wanted to talk about was changing the future vision of yourself. So, okay, I, you you said that you were you went out to a excuse me you went out to a social event last night. And you saw Michael B. Jordan. Now, yeah, yeah, you've 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 seen him around before, but for somebody else that's out there that wants to level up. I think a lot of it has to do with visualization and how you can visualize being in the same room as some of these people. Like you've been in the same room as Denzel, you've been in the same room as Will Smith, you've seen these people, but I don't think until you can envision yourself and you've you envision yourself long ago being in the same space with these people. So it's it's like the the habits is part of it, the mindset is the other, and then the the third part, at least for me, is like the future visioning. So it's like me envisioning myself being at Nike. It's like you have to sort of put yourself in that place. You have to put yourself on the stage at Sundance winning the award. You have to put yourself on the stage at the Oscars holding the trophy, you know, in your mind, because that's a form of leveling up because if you don't if you haven't visualized it if you haven't actualized it if your brain isn't stewing on the vision that you've that you've put in place for yourself it's it's going to be really difficult that's so true and every every person who like to say you know for michael b jordan who i took a picture with with him omari david oyello a while back you know and you know to see him last night I didn't, you know i didn't go over and say hey what's up or nothing like that you know, uh, didn't get a chance to, but you have to, you have to, to see it in your mind. Every person like a Michael B, they saw themselves to be there, whether they believed it wholeheartedly at the time, but they saw it, you know, you have to see it, see it in your mind and you have to hang on to that vision 
uh, in your mind and you can't let anyone break that vision in your mind, not even you, you know, and when you put that in your mind like that, it has no choice but to come to pass. I think what we have a problem at Aaron is that the meantime, we put the vision in our mind, but then when it doesn't happen, when we're talking about leveling up, it doesn't happen as quick as we would like it. How does a person deal with that? That's a, well, I mean, it's not going to happen on your terms. Like I talk to Mm -hmm. a lot of people and it's, it's whenever we want something, it's never going to happen when we want it to happen. Because if it, if that's the case, then there wouldn't be any struggles. There wouldn't be any challenges. There wouldn't be any reward. It would be so easy. So the, to think about it, like, why hasn't it happened yet? It's, it's not time for it to happen. And the, the sooner that you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you have to sort of be comfortable with that. Be, mm-hmm. be comfortable with it's going to happen in its own time. You know, there's a good friend of mine. He just got a internship at Nike working uh, for Jordan brand. And he's been trying for four years. And there's been multiple times that he's reached out to me and he's just like, Aaron, like I've been doing all this stuff. Like it needs to happen. Like it's, it's going to happen right now. Like why hasn't it happened? And I'm just like, Hey man, you just got to keep plugging away at it and it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. And like for him, it really was like the last day, you know, the final hour, like he was ready to be done with it and he finally got the call. So it's, it's, I think to answer that question is it's like if people don't think that it's coming soon enough, they need to get as close as they can to quitting <laughs> and then it'll happen. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But some mm-hmm. people, some people quit sooner than others and you have to, right. like we've, we've talked about this before. You have to exhaust every possible option before you choose to quit sometimes where you're just, I'm not going to give up until this, or is there a way that I could have done this any better? Yes, there is. Okay. Well then I'm going to try again next time. You know, like you talk about it too, with auditions, like you go in for an audition and you didn't get that one, but you know that you can do better the next time. And you just take that with you to go to the, to the next spot. Yeah, that's true. And you know, I think that's a part of uh, leveling up too, because some auditions I go on and I might not even be, uh, interested in the role but i know i need them them hours and for auditioning i'm not going to really get an hour in the room but i'm gonna get minutes and minutes will add up to an hour and that's just going to help me become more comfortable in the audition process because you have different processes in that you know some you're going to read with the casting director some you're going straight to producer sessions meaning that the producer, director, they're already in the room and you're mic'd, you know. So each time you're, you're leveling up, but at the same time you're learning and I'm getting those minutes in the room because those minutes add to hours. And once I got accumulated enough minutes to hours, then I become so comfortable. It's like second nature. I don't have to think about it. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the process. And, you know, my mom used to say this thing to me all the time. You know, uh, I didn't really like the saying, but now I get a better understanding. She's like, you got to fake it till you make it. And, <laughs> you know, and what, she, what, what the saying is really saying of how I digest that now 
is you got to be in the level that you want to be. And you got to already be acting in it. That's mm-hmm. engaging your faith. Yeah. You got to be already walking in it. You know, if you want to work at Nike, you know what I'm saying? Are you wearing Adidas? Is Adidas on your feet right now? No. But you're saying you want to work at Nike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a difference. You got to walk in it. You got to be it. You got to become it. Just like I'm t- taking on any role and you have to become that person. You know, so you have to walk in that shoes. You have to believe it so you can't believe it anymore. You got to believe it so much to your past belief. You just know it, you know? Yeah. The something that you were talking about, it made me think about even sometimes to level up, you have to take a step down, you know, to take to take a step up. You have to take a step down and then take two steps up. So like it it happens all the time in sports. It's like the great players don't become great players until they've lost enough times or they've or they've had a setback that's actually taken them away from where they used to be. So like for Kobe, for example, tears his Achilles. He has to sit out a season you know, he's joining a different team at that point. That's the, the the team around him has changed somewhat. He has to relearn, you know, how to walk again, basically. So he and there's other, right. there's other people on the team that are faster than him. They can shoot better than him. They can do everything better than Kobe can because he's starting from a lower position. But guess what? You know, in starting and, and relearning those things and having to start the process all over again, he becomes a better person and he levels up. So it's almost like, you know, we do it subconsciously without even knowing about it. It's like every time me and you rereads the alchemist or every time we reread the four agreements or every time that you've read a book that you've already read before, you're, you're leveling up for that book. You've read it before and now you're getting a deeper understanding of the book by reading it through a second time or you're catching something that you missed the first time. That's so true. That's so true. That's so, so true. So, so, so to, what is so? No, go for it. No, 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 no you go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just going to end that by saying that, you know, in this process of leveling up, you know, to you're at a certain level and you're trying to figure out why you can't ascend to the next level. Sometimes you might have to hit the reset and go back through whatever level that you're on. I know that we're, we're using a lot of just like generalities here as we're speaking it. Cause we, we want to be able to talk to as many people as possible with this, but it's just like, whatever you think that you've already mastered, take the time to go back through it again. And in, in reintroducing yourself to it, you may find something that you missed or something that you overlooked, something that you are, that, that you thought you already knew. And it's going to make you a better person. Um, perfect. And I'll lead into this with a perfect example. Um, my career, I've done a lot of lean manufacturing. I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of six Sigma type work and I got to Nike and I thought that I was the expert for, for the most part. And I didn't really take a whole lot of training in lean or six Sigma stuff because I was like, Oh, you know, I've been doing this for like over 10 years and this and that. But um, last year I decided to retake some of the Six Sigma courses and, and get a certification through Nike. And what that showed me was, is that there were things that even though I knew them already, when I went back through a class with the Nike lens on or looking at things, the way that Nike looks at things, I was able to find new and better ways for me to do my own work. So it's, it just goes to show you that it's like, well, it would be like for you to retake an acting class or to you know, to shoot a, to, to shoot a series and then to, you know, five or six years later is to reshoot the series, you know, or to Mm -hmm. just go back through the process again. You know, you could potentially 
make yourself better and level yourself up by doing that. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, so what's one, one takeaway you think, um, our listeners can take away hmm. when we talking about leveling up? I think the, the key takeaway for me is to identify the one or two key habits that you can change today to help you to level up. So you, you already have to sort of identify what the next level is. You have to sort of already have identified what the attributes or the kind of things that you're aspiring to be and then to be reflective and to look at the, the one or two habits that could most give you impact in those areas to help you level up. So it's really about habit formation, habit changing, habit identification for me. How about you? I would say the easiest thing is just start. You know, you got to just start because some people that's listening, they may not even be at a place where they think they leveling up at anything, you know, but just starting the process because you grow each time you just start to do it. Like I'm starting this new level up process of where I'm at right now, you know, so I'm starting to look, you know, more analyzing my friends more or people I've seen that, that has went ahead of me. But the point is, I'm starting new habits. You know, I'm hitting the gym. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm forward movement. So just to start, because I, I understand that things happen little by little. That's one of the things that we've been saying on this podcast from day one, you know, when we always put in the Nike slogan, just do it. You just have to start. Chip away you know, at to the, enter chip into away the, at the, it. Chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it. And then eventually you'll be exactly where you want to be. Boom. So this has been another another episode of the Stonecutters podcast with Aaron Hankins and... Will Catlett. All right. Stonecutterspodcast.com. If you have any questions that you'd like to send us, you can send us questions through the website, stonecutterspodcast.com. You can also send us an email, stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out to Will or myself through our Instagram accounts. You can find all that information on our website. And uh, with that, we're going to call it call the show, Will. Yeah, the Stonecutters Podcast. Peace.